One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. From partners refusing to let a breakup happen to some people not knowing how to reject one another, we'll get into some tough relationship topics, but first, Boyfriend of two years can't say he wants to marry me. I need advice. So my boyfriend, 27-year-old male, and I, 26-year-old female, have been together for two years. We moved in together in June. We share a cat. We talk about the future, me moving with him when he gets a job elsewhere, etc. Yesterday, we were at a function, and someone asks us, So you think you'll get married? And he goes, Yeah, probably. We'll see. Okay. We get home. I wasn't going to bring it up at all, but then he goes, Wasn't it weird that she asked us if we were going to get married out of the blue? And I was like, yeah. I remember like six months ago, he told me he was uncomfortable talking about the future like that when I brought it up once, so I stopped. But here it was, with him resurfacing what she said, I wasn't going to. So I go, well, what do you think? And he kind of shuts down and is like, let's go to bed. And then I go, I'd love to marry you one day. And he doesn't answer. We're in bed and I'm like, can you indulge me? Would it be such a bad idea? And he's like, I'm here, aren't I? And then he gets into this kind of hard talk about since we don't have jobs yet, it really stresses him out to talk about this. And he loves me and we live together and we're serious and he's thought about it. So I go, okay, I love you and I want to be with you for a long, long time. I thought that was a nice close. And he goes, I love you. Can't that be enough? That hurt. Why couldn't he say that back? And then I tried to close again by saying, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. And he goes, I really don't want to talk about this anymore, and turns away from me. I'm scared, is this a red flag? Otherwise I know he loves me, we're happy, we have a good life together. Should I accept this as normal? It's not like I want to get married right away. We're both still very much trying to find our footing in life. I'm saying it as a one day thing. My fear is if he can't say, even as a one-day thing, that he wants to marry me, that he will never marry me and I should just run and not waste time. So I kind of understand maybe their hesitancy because it's such a big thing and they don't want to like commit to something that they're not really thinking is necessarily right around the corner. But after two years, you would certainly hope that somebody would know whether or not, hey, I do want this to go to that point. I think there needs to be a better conversation and actually kind of talk about it, you know, understand what he thinks of marriage. What really is that hesitancy behind him not wanting to answer? I feel like it's a simple enough topic to be able to discuss and explain why his feelings are the way they are. It doesn't make them invalid, but if he can't open up and discuss that, that's a red flag in its own. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tough relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Boyfriend, male 32, yelled at me, female 21, for not feeling okay. Lately, I haven't been feeling well mentally and emotionally. My sleep and eating habits have changed due to this. My boyfriend is the closest person to me, so I've been telling him how I feel, and when I do, he would ghost me. Last night I was feeling so bad, I texted him saying that and he didn't reply. This morning he called and I told him I woke up not feeling well, so he started yelling and complaining that I always say that and that he's sick of it. He said he was busy with work and didn't have time for this and then hung up. It hurt me even more, now I'm crying my eyes out. All I wanted was him to say something nice, 
or reassure me it's gonna be okay or at least just listen to me but instead I got yelled at. I think it's pretty obvious that this guy's reaction is incredibly crazy. I'm kind of curious about the whole background of this relationship with him being 32 and OP only being 21. I would say OP would have a better chance of finding someone her age and still have somebody that's more mentally mature than how her boyfriend is treating her. Just saying. It just sounds to me like he isn't really in this relationship to actually emotionally support each other. At 21, there's still a long road ahead. Don't let it get twisted up with somebody that's clearly not looking out for you. Our next story is, my wife is too worried about looking like a single mom, male 27, female 27. My wife and I have been married for a year and four months total. We live in the South in the United States, and there's not a lot of married people in our community, African American. Like, you won't really find any married people in our community, but we still have kids. For context, I'm mixed though, but I'm still a part of the AA community. My wife has always told me from day one that she intends to be married during this time frame and if it doesn't happen, she can't keep wasting her time. I respected that and I married her. The biggest thing she's proud of in her life is our marriage license and she makes it known. I love her so much, but sometimes I think she's doing too much. She wanted a big carrot size on her ring because she wanted people to notice her ring so they know that she's married, so I got her a 4.50 carat ring. Almost every social media post is with me in it, and she makes sure she uses the word husband to refer to me as. This is all fine, but sometimes I think she may have some anxiety. This is more of an extreme example. She also doesn't like going anywhere alone with our baby unless I'm with her. We go to the grocery store, all together. We go to the doctor's appointments all together. We go everywhere together as a family. She's too afraid to look like a single mom if she's alone with our baby because she's had many traumatizing experiences with people assuming she's a single mom because of our race. There's been a few instances where some people have assumed she's a single mom even before we had kids. When we're in public, I see her grabbing my hand to make it clear we're a couple with a baby. My wife is scared to be stereotyped because it's a common stereotype, especially in the area we live in. I wish my wife didn't care what people think too much. It's just hard sometimes dealing with some of it, especially the having to go everywhere as a family. I've talked to her about this and she started crying and she thinks being an unmarried single mom is the worst thing someone can view a woman as. Honestly, I feel like a therapeutic type thing would be good for this situation. Because to me, even if somebody does mistakenly reference or think she is a single mom, I think it should be no big deal for them to correct them or to just ignore them. I mean, who really cares what some random stranger at a grocery store would think? This next story is, woman I'm dating used to date an older married man. We're both 34 and have been dating for about a month. The woman I'm dating used to date a much older married man in her youth. She knew he was married the entire time. She even knew his kids. She only told me about this after things started to get serious between us. I don't know what to do. She seems very kind and intelligent besides this. I like her and it seems that we were made for each other, but I cannot look past this thing. I just cannot deal with the lack of integrity. Every time I think about this, I feel sick and I imagine that could have been my father. What can I do about this? Honestly, I think this is just the fact of her life. If OP fundamentally cannot get over that, I mean, really, that's kind of just OP's issue. There's no blame to be had towards her. If her life is something that grosses OP out enough to the point where it's a deal breaker, I mean, what more can you do besides trying like a therapy for it? 
You can also try talking to her about it, but I don't know how much OP's opened up about how much it bothers them. This might be a blindsiding thing and this might put a lot of strain on the relationship. Our next story is debating if we should postpone our wedding or not. Having a hard time deciding if to postpone wedding or not? We've been together for 4 years. Our wedding is in 42 days and I'm currently 12 weeks pregnant. It was a huge surprise as this wasn't planned and we were using birth control. Yes, I'm well aware it can fail, and I've been having some complications and fainting frequently. Turns out I need iron infusions and should feel better soon. Anywho, a week ago, I caught my fiancé having inappropriate sexual conversations with a female he sorta works with. He works OD assignments at that location. She's married and has four kids too. She's aware I exist and has met me and previously worked for my parents, small world. Anyways, I'm struggling with if we should postpone the wedding while we work through this and use the pregnancy as a reason as no one knows but immediate family. We're doing couples counseling and he feels we can work through this and be in a better place by the wedding, but would still continue to work through it after too. We did discuss postponing it for six-ish months, so about two months after, but I told him that would be too soon after the baby and he didn't seem to like that. We talked about doing a courthouse wedding once we were ready and then have a ceremony later, but he wasn't too big on that. He said he wants to marry me and the only person he wants to spend his life with. However, his sister, mom, and my maid of honor knows what happened as he told them and I obviously told my maid of honor. I feel ashamed if I don't postpone, but also embarrassed if we do to everyone else. I feel this is just a bump in a road and I do see him as my forever, but I'm also incredibly hurt too. I would tell my friend to postpone, but I know that's easier said than done. Personally, I would say with something as big and as important as a marriage is, you definitely need to indefinitely postpone until you are sure of this relationship. Now that this has happened, I feel like one of the biggest mistakes or possible regrets you could make is marrying this person without being assured that things are going to be good. You can't take a flyer on a marriage after what he's shown you. This next story is, my boyfriend, 19-year-old male, accused me, also 19-year-old male, of having an emotional affair with the lead singer of my favorite band. This requires some background information. I'm really into the band My Chemical Romance and have been since a young age. My older sibling, non-binary, 34, introduced me to them when I was little and I've loved the music ever since. My boyfriend knew that I liked MCR. He just didn't think it was an emo phase interest. I own posters, merchandise, and saw them live on their tour. My boyfriend and I have been together for six months. We met at university a year ago and instantly became friends. Our relationship is a pretty trusting one. We tell each other about our insecurities and fears and stuff like that. Our problem started a week ago when I invited him over to my parents' house for a long weekend dinner. We'd just gotten there after four hours in the car. We'd gone into my childhood bedroom to unpack. He took one look at the My Chemical Romance posters on my walls, scoffed, and rolled his eyes. I asked what was wrong, but he ignored me and kept unpacking. At dinner, my whole family was there, including my older sibling and their wife. The topic of music came up, and my sibling mentioned MCR. My boyfriend rolled his eyes and muttered something about a clown car full of freaks. I asked what was wrong and if he could please not talk like that. He said he wasn't hungry, left the table and went back up to my bedroom. I finished my dinner quickly, put both our dishes in the sink, and went back up to my bedroom to find him sitting on my bed looking angry. 
Before I could ask him if he was okay, he started claiming that I was having an emotional affair with Gerard Way, that I needed to get rid of my posters and that he didn't know he was in a relationship with a freak. I got upset and decided to sleep on the couch that night instead of in my bedroom. The next morning he was gone. His things were gone and he wasn't answering my phone calls or texts and he still isn't now. Should I just view our relationship as being over? Or should I maybe wait until he's calmed down? This is an unbelievable insecurity. He's jealous of how much you like this band or the band members. I don't know if he has it in him to turn around and realize how over the top this is. But considering this is all happening at 19, it might just be one of those younger in life relationships that ends on a really flimsy reason and later on in life you'll be able to look back and realize he was just cripplingly insecure. Unless OP's in their room making out with these posters or something, I don't really understand his accusations at all. This next story is, what's the deal with my boyfriend's niece? So my 31-year-old female, boyfriend, 31-year-old male, doesn't have kids of his own, but he does have two nieces and one nephew that he's close to. They all live in his parents' house along with the kid's mom slash boyfriend's sister. The kid's dad isn't around and never has been. Niece 1, 18, and the nephew, 14, have their own lives. And while they occasionally need something from boyfriend and or spend time with us, they're typically off doing their own thing. However, niece 2, 17, is around a lot. I don't really mind this. She and I have developed a kind of friendship over the months, and she's always welcome over. She also needs a lot from boyfriend. She frequently asks for money. She asks me for weed. She asks boyfriend for rides everywhere and asks if and when he's coming home. She'll call him sometimes multiple times when he comes over without her. He's at her every beck and call. This bothered me at the beginning of our relationship, but I've come to accept it. The problem is, recently I feel she's crossing boundaries. Over the last month, there were two instances when we were having a date night, the only two date nights this month, and she called crying hysterically both times, and we had to drop everything to go get her. She came back to my place with him, so date night did not resume. Friday night, boyfriend was staying over, and we ran to the liquor store to pick out a bottle of whiskey. We like to try new bottles together. He left his phone at my place, since it's a five minute drive and it needed to charge. On our way back, I receive a text from niece 2. Why is my uncle not answering? This is the third time I've received that very text from her. Of course, I had him call her from my phone, but it was very annoying to me and I'm not sure if I'm overreacting. Well, I feel like there needs to be some time spent trying to understand where she's coming from. She's probably scared in some way. Honestly, it sounds like the boyfriend's kind of become a bit of a father figure and there's attachment and... It's honestly not a crazy thing to think that they fear them growing apart or, you know, just wanting them around in general. Our next story is, I saw a pic of my friend that I shouldn't have. I, 24-year-old male, just received a revealing picture sent by a friend, 23-year-old female. I'm not sure why she sent that picture to me, but I doubt she wants me to see her in that position. I'm just not sure what to do next. I could try and save face and pretend like I didn't see anything, but I also feel like I should let her know that I've seen it and apologize to her. I don't want her to hate me over this. I'm sure there are other ways, but I can't think of what to do next. Well, if she sent it to you, there's really either two ways about it. She either did and she was being very forward, like inappropriately too forward, you don't send random pictures like that, or it's a situation where she did accidentally send it to you. I don't think it would hurt to say, did you mean to send that to me? Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. But if you also just want to ignore it and only address it if she brings it up, that's fine too, probably. I just know if I were in OP shoes, I would want to know if it was intended to go to me, even if I'm not particularly interested. Our next story is, my wife's 28-year-old female, father, 49-year-old male, tried reaching out through me, 33-year-old male, to try and reconcile with her. Is it wrong of me to keep that from her? Long story, but outside perspective would be nice. So my wife and I have been together for eight years. In that time, she has never had a relationship with her father. I don't know the whole story. She doesn't talk about her childhood much. I do know her dad is a lawyer who has his own firm, and from what she's told me, her dad really wanted her to go to law school so he could let her take over the firm. She has no interest in being a lawyer, and her dad more or less tried to force it on her, leading to a big blow-up fight where, according to her, things were said that can't be taken back. Over the years we've been together, her dad reopened communication a couple times. He would promise that he just wanted to fix things and have a relationship again. Every time, my wife would seem optimistic and hopeful, but it never works out. The first time it happened, she agreed to meet with him to talk, just for him to not show up. She was severely disappointed and sad for several days afterwards. The second time he tried was a couple of years after the first. She agreed to go to dinner with him and, again, seemed to be hopeful that they would finally be able to have a relationship again. She went to dinner with him but stormed back into the house a couple hours later and slammed the door behind her. When I asked what happened, she just told me, he's still a freaking jerk. She cried that night and told me his peace offering was to offer to pay for her to go to law school while throwing shade at her current career. 
So anyway, it's been a couple of years since that happened, and they've had no contact as far as I know. But yesterday, I got an email from her dad at my work email address. It said something to the effect that he's so sorry for everything that happened, and he just wants to know his daughter again, and he doesn't think she'll answer him if he contacts her directly. So he wants me to tell her he's sorry and wants to hear from her. I haven't told her about it. I'm worried if I do, it'll just get her hopes up again and then she'll be crushed, again, when it doesn't work out. She's doing great in her career and life in general, and I don't think she deserves to have it interrupted again by her dad. My initial instinct is that she's better off if I just keep it to myself. At the same time, I'm not really sure if she'd want me to keep it from her. I'm not in the habit of keeping secrets from her, and I worry if she'll be hurt if she finds out I didn't share her dad's attempt to reach out to her. Could I please have some outside perspective? Is it wrong for me to keep her dad's email a secret? Should I tell her about it, even knowing it almost will certainly end with her in tears? Yeah, so I do not think OP should keep this to themselves. I think it's very unfair, especially considering OP's afraid that they might be receptive to it, being the reason he doesn't want to tell her. I don't know why the dad couldn't reach out to her personally, I guess he's afraid, but I really don't think OP should keep this secret from her. Whether or not OP's afraid that it might go sideways, OP should leave that up to her. Our next story is, my 18-year-old male, girlfriend, 18-year-old female, will not let me break up with her. How can I get rid of her? So, my girlfriend and I have been together for just over a year. At first, she was the sweetest thing ever, but after a couple of months, I started to see the red flags. Her dad died when she was young, and she was rather spoiled as a child to make up for it. This resulted in a highly immature and childish girlfriend who never took no for an answer and would throw hissy fits when she didn't get what she wanted. I decided to stay with her until at least her prom so she didn't have to scramble and find a date last minute. After prom, it only got worse. We hadn't hooked up since May, we were fighting every single time we were together, and it was usually because I wasn't jumping through hoops at her every request. I wanted out, but I didn't know how to do it because I'm a pushover. Around the start of July, she had her location turned off and wasn't texting me. Very unusual of her. So I asked her how she was, and eventually asked her where she was, and she just said driving and ignored me for hours. Once she finally responded, it was a few pictures back and forth and they were just black screens. From then on, I knew she was hiding where she was. She came over later that day and I confronted her, to which she promised she was just out with her friends, and comforted me in my suspicions, so I dropped it. Fast forward to last week and her friend, let's call her C, 19 year old female, which I'm also friends with, asks me how it's going with her, and I tell her it's going bad because we never stop fighting. And then she reveals to me that there's a rumor going around that she went to her ex-boyfriend's, 18-year-old male, house, and stayed the night there not long ago. That day, girlfriend also asked her to say that girlfriend was with C if I asked her. This lined up perfectly with all my suspicions. So I confronted her again that night and once again she denied my accusations, saying that she loved me with all her heart and would never do that, and I stupidly believed her. Not 10 minutes after she left my house, I checked her location and she's at his dang house. By the way, this guy has been my friend for months, and I was fine with her hanging with him, because they never hung out alone and I stupidly trusted her. She denied that it happened for a whole day, and only when I threatened to break up with her did she reveal that she did actually go there. Huge red flag. The only time you lie to your partner is if you're out getting them a surprise. Key point here, she also promised me that she was never at his house. 
Later that day, I call the ex-boyfriend's friend and ask him to be a man and tell me the truth, and he said it never happened. But 10 minutes later, he tells me that he can't lie to me in good conscience, and he tells me that she was there, but nothing happened as far as he knows. I also got a text from her that day saying that she swore on her dead dad's grave that she never went over there. So once again, I confront her and she lies to me. I try to break up with her, but she tells me she needs me and she'll be mentally ill without me. She can't let me break up with her over something that didn't even happen. And once again, I stupidly believed her and we're still together. The next day, she invited me over to talk, but I went over to dump her again. I started to dump her and she tells me that she did go over there once, the first day I had my suspicions, and all that happened was that he told her he still had feelings for her and she said it wasn't gonna happen. I continued to break up with her because that just made me more mad that she lied so many times about it, but she sat in front of the door and physically would not let me leave. I was dumping her for like two hours and eventually just gave up because I was tired and worked the next day. I can't believe how effortlessly she lied straight to my face, swore on her dead dad's grave. I also suspect that the truth she told me isn't true. If it was, she could have just told me from the get-go, but no, denying it may have just given her more time to fabricate the story. I feel betrayed by both my girlfriend and my friend. I'm not sure how to escape the relationship because it seems I literally cannot. She claims that she messed up really bad and she cannot lose the love of her life. She says that we can work through this and it's just going to take a long time. I'm not interested in being with her any longer. It just makes it worse that the entire small town we live in happened to know the rumor three weeks before I did. And I'll not be that guy who stayed with a cheater. Listen, you guys are young. It might seem like the end of the world right now, but it's going to pass by rather quickly. I think OP just needs to stop engaging her when he does or she gets in his face. Just say it's over. If she gets crazy, if she traps the door, call the police. I'm not kidding. Stop responding to her, block her, let her know it's over. And if it escalates at all, use resources that are available to you like calling somebody. This next story is female employee is eating meals alone with husband and is avoiding me treats me coldly, is super sweet to husband. My, male 55, husband and I, female 55, have been married 29 years. We own a business that is run by a manager, female 58, who lives nearby and has been with us two years. As owners of this business, my husband and I are on site together, and sometimes my husband is there alone and sometimes I'm there alone. The business is five hours away from where we live. It is hospitality, so we have to be there during high season to help out, but not always. I usually stay home to take care of our kids while my husband commutes back and forth. Our manager, I'll call her Sue, is great at her job, and we both get along with her well. It's a very professional relationship. Sue is single. My husband and I usually make our own meals and eat on site in the employee kitchen. It's the only kitchen on site. A lot of times, our manager is there when I'm cooking food, and I invite her to eat with us, as I make plenty. For the past year, she's been happy to do this. It also gives us a chance to talk to her about the business, then we get a lot of work done over dinner. This happens maybe three to four times a month. Also this past year, we've gotten to know her really well and she loves food and is not picky with food. Whenever we go out to eat and have leftovers, we offer her the food and she enjoys getting food from us anytime. Lately, I've noticed a difference in Sue, She seems cold to me, but not my husband. I thought maybe I was imagining it, but three months ago I was making food and invited her to eat with us. 
She declined, saying she didn't want to eat all of our food and that she had brought her lunch and she preferred to eat on the go while working. I told her no problem, and that was that. I asked her again when we ordered pizza a day later. It's her favorite and she declined. Oh well, no problem. A couple of days later I tried to include her and she declined saying she wasn't hungry. A month ago, my husband was working a week-long stint alone. He calls me and says he and Sue ate takeout barbecue for lunch together. Okay. Then a couple of days later he sends me a picture of a plate of food and a yummy dessert that she cooked and brought him from home. Also he cooked stuffed peppers. I left him and made one for her. She ate it. And now a week later she brings cake for my husband's birthday. I asked her if she would like a burger with us. She says no. I worked alone a week with her and invited her to enjoy some barbecue. She declined. All week she declined. I confronted her and asked why she feels comfortable eating with my husband only and not me. She claims nothing's wrong but won't look me in the eyes. Now she's cold and avoids me. It just feels weird. Help. Either maybe there's a little bit more going on between her and the husband. Maybe it's all just on her side. Or maybe for some reason there's a personality difference that she doesn't like about OP. Whatever it is, I think it's worth cautiously and calmly bringing this up with the husband just to pick his brain and try to understand where things are. Certainly, I hope that there isn't more going on between them. This next story is, how do I, 35-year-old male, reject a woman, 35-year-old female? I volunteer every Saturday at a local animal shelter. It's a small independent charity and I volunteer there because it's close to my house and I love dogs. I have rarely dealt with anyone other than the manager, M, 60s year old female, and her daughter D, 40s year old female, because the few part-time employees in the vets and other volunteers are mostly only around during the week. I feel it's pretty relevant to say that I'm diagnosed with schizoid personality disorder, meaning that I lack both social skills and the desire to interact with people. I'm also a big ugly freaker. Thus, most people, including these two, tend to think I'm weird and a little scary and will kind of leave me alone. I mostly walk the dogs or play with them, but sometimes they ask me to help with manual labor and I do so because I value having a source of unlimited dog petting so close to home and without the rigid oversight of the Humane Society or whatever. V, 35-year-old female, is the new financial administrator of the foundation, board member, and tremendous pain in my butt. The animal shelter is sort of attached to a house which has been an office and storage for the last five years or however long I've been volunteering. When V was hired about three months ago, she moved into the house with her two eight-year-old sons. When we first met, I got the feeling I creeped her out, which I was completely fine with. This lasted about a month. Then she started coming out of the house and talking way too much. As in, following me around while I did my thing and having one-sided conversations with my back. I have no idea why she started doing this because I provided zero positive feedback. Then she started bringing her kids along. The kids are cool, but I have no idea why their mother has them spend every Saturday afternoon watching me play with dogs while she talks at me. The last couple Saturdays have been super uncomfortable because she keeps touching me. Not like, show me on the doll touching, but like, on my arm or shoulder while she's having verbal diarrhea. I don't like being touched and this is made infinitely worse by the fact that I find her the opposite of attractive, physically and otherwise. I've been putting up with it because, as I mentioned, I like volunteering there. Today M and D were there and said we looked cute together. V acted like a schoolgirl, and I had an oh crap moment 
when I realized V has the hots for me for whatever unfathomable reason. Thus is my predicament. How do I reject V and not have it turn into a big thing where I'm now a bad guy and must be forced out from volunteering there? I've never rejected a woman before, and I don't know how to do it without being straightforward, which will definitely not end well. I thought about a million lies I could tell her, but I know I've already told M and D in the past that I'm both heterosexual and unmarried, and me being me, nobody's going to believe that I'm just out here dating. I think that's maybe why V has her sights on me, but what do I know? All I know is if she comes out feeling slighted or whatever, M and D will definitely gang up on me and make me going there untenable. Is there a good lie, a good way to word things, or should I just tell her she's gross and impressively stupid and be done volunteering? Well, I don't think necessarily going and saying, oh, you're gross and impressively stupid is the way to go about it. I would say my attempt would be going to her and saying, I'm incredibly sorry if I'm interpreting wrong, but I feel like you've been a bit close, you've been touchy, and it's made me slightly uncomfortable and I just want to express that I'm not interested in anything right now. You could apologize again, hoping that it's not too forward or misunderstanding. And hey, if it blows up from there, there's really nothing else you could have done. You can leave that knowing you literally tried your best. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy relationship question, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.